Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Well, today we're going to talk about waste, poop, you know, the good stuff. Um, Kevin is actually an expert when it comes to poop. You don't know, but he's actually number one in the number two business. <laughs> so, you know, he, he knows what's going on. And we're not just talking like clean and septic tanks. We're talking mm-hmm. all in. Kevin, you got a sewer plant. You need to know, make the poop just disappear. Kevin will make it happen. Mm-hmm. You wonder why the Hudson River smells like poop? That's Kevin. He made I did that, that happen. He did that. So, Kevin, tell us tell us a little bit. Like, bottom line, actually, before I get there, so we're going to talk about outhouses. We're going to talk about um the, uh, like, what what to do with your garbage when uh you know things start to go awry we're gonna get to the bottom of it and mm-hmm. see what happens so kevin let's get started yeah you died of dysentery how how do you not die of dysentery so you want to we live in it like a great uh great country you know what i mean you can you can just take a shit and flush the toilet and it's gone you never have to see that again it just disappears it's going forever. Uh, but sometimes those toilets stop flushing, right? Sometimes you have to uh, get rid of your poo somewhere else, you know? Yeah. Uh, so important thing to start off thinking about is is you want to get rid of your turds, you know? You don't want to leave those things lying around. Nobody uh, likes a floater. Right. So there's there's three major problems that can that you can get from consuming water that's tainted with other people's shit. So you got bacteria, viruses, and you've got parasites. So bacteria, that's, uh, you can get E. coli, salmonella, uh, uh, viruses, hepatitis A, hepatitis E, retrovirus, rotavirus, 
parasites like tapeworms, hookworms, liver flukes. Like there's all sorts of nasty stuff that you can uh, you can get. And if you've ever been to like India or even seen pictures of India, it like the Ganges River and stuff. You just people see the are picture just, and you know they're just pooping right in the river. And then a little bit further down, people are collecting their water from the river to ba- sure. take back to their house for cooking. Sure, that's no good, dude. No, no good. You can't. You can't. You know. You can't be consuming that stuff. And in the United States, um, there's two hundred thousand people get infections from E. coli from drinking tainted water. It's not like it doesn't happen here, you know. And salmonella, uh, they said there's 200 million to 1 billion people infected a year in the world. Like these are actual diseases that people actually get. And just because we're in the United States, you're not immune from it. Uh, That's 500 years ago. You could just bend over at a river and, and sip up some water and be completely fine. No worries about anything. Not the case now though. Don't go, you know, sipping water out of uh, out of a stream just because uh, it looks clean. It looks clear. It's fine. It's fine. Now, can't do that anymore because just people are just shitting everywhere these days. There's people every place and they're all just shitting every day, just pooping. And, you know, uh, you should know where your poop goes. You know what I mean? Wherever you live, wherever you're pooping, it's going somewhere. Uh, either it's going to your septic tank or uh, if you live like in a city or, a, you know, even a, a village, it might be going into a, a poop pipe and it goes down to a poop plant someplace. People are processing that shit. But most of the rivers in the United States are infected and with with certain types of bacteria, certain types of parasites and viruses because of septic tanks, because people don't get their septic tanks septic tanks pumped out we're supposed and to it get rains it yeah it rains and it floods your septic tank and it just runs right out in the streams and everywhere you go people are, are doing tests all the time on waterways and they're finding all kinds of uh fecal bacteria in all the rivers and streams in this country and you think, oh, there's nobody upstream of me it's it's fine it's fine I'm at the top of the mountain yeah there's some dude at the top of the mountain just pissing in that and the rain's washing it down in that stream that's running right through your backyard and it's just full of shit so just something to think about something to think about when you're out in the woods and you need to get something to drink and there's a stream right there stop a little cup it yep yep you want to you want to be very careful about what you're drinking and be honest with you you can get salmonella e coli it's no problem. You go to the hospital. They can fix that up. It's not oh, going to. Oh, you know, it's all good. You know, just go to the hospital. They'll get you some antibiotics, you know, some uh, some antivirals, you know, some some uh, anti parasitic uh, parasitics and they'll get you straightened out. Uh, if you can't go to the hospital, though, some of these things can really fuck you up. Oh, that doesn't sound good, Kevin. So. All right. So you're saying we need to find a quality water source yes and you want to make sure that you're not compromising your your 
Yeah, your own water sources. And your neighbors aren't compromising your water source. Mm -hmm. And the guy up the road isn't compromising your water source. And your neighbor's septic tank that isn't getting pumped out isn't compromising your water source. Right. It's kind of like, you know, saturating the ground with this shit water. And it migrates. And next thing you know, it's getting into your well. And you're turning your sink on and, and... getting a nice clean glass of water and it ain't that clean turns out because their their turds and their septic tank hasn't been pumped out all right so i did some research about this because one of my big fears and this is the the first pro pepper prepper tip pepper prepper you know yeah anyway first pro tip of the episode here is when you're in a house and all the septic and sewer and you're in a municipal sewer system guess what that crap's gonna come back at you people keep flushing all around the city mm-hmm. that stuff isn't getting pumped out by the pump stations and taken right. away to where it's supposed to go it's coming back in your house mm-hmm. and that's not going to be good so i've always been terrified of this um i've had a, a rental house where it was right up the street. Actually, it was my brother's, but I was dealing with it. So whatever, you can mm-hmm. hear my story here. I've had rental houses, but this one, my brother's. And they had a, a pizza place up the, the road. And they used to dump all kinds of grease down the drain. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, let's just get rid of that. And what would happen is it would clog up the pipe at the end of the road. And everybody in the street it would kind of back up into the houses and I'd get mm-hmm. calls. Oh, it's bad, you know, and then it's coming and I'd have to go out and deal with it. So I was like, there's gotta be, there's gotta be like a uh, four inch, like PVC uh, shutoff valve, like some kind of way that we can, you know, stop that from coming back. There's gotta be, you know, a shutoff valve. So like I looked up, there's a backflow preventers, um, right. like a check valve. So mm-hmm. there's, they call it, when I started searching it, it's called a backwater valve. Mm-hmm. And if you're watching it on YouTube, I got a picture for you. And it's got like, it's just a check valve flap inside there, but it's got a clean out on the top. But the problem is you kind of, it's going to gum up and like seize in place in the open position if things aren't working. Now, something like this is like 70 bucks, but you got to put it in. Now, mind you, you're cutting your four-inch PVC and you're putting it right in there. Having that peace of mind that that's going to do it. Now, I did find on Amazon for about 60 bucks, they actually have a four-inch, like, actual twist shutoff valve. Mm-hmm. And I did find some other ones. I don't have a picture. There was a company called uh, Volterra PVC Gate. Bottom line. You might want to consider this if you live in the city or you're on municipal sewer system. Um, mm-hmm. They had actually a handle that you could just lift up and and down. It was Volterra PVC gate. That was like ninety five bucks. Um, I I feel like the backflow preventer one, you know, the check valve would be the way to go. However, I feel like when things start to go bad, you want to go clean it out like right then that mm-hmm. day oh the power right. went out and i think it's going to be out for more than a day you want to clean that thing out and make sure it's going to work mm-hmm. um if you don't want to clean it out because you don't want to touch the poos you're not you don't like to get your hands in it like kevin does 
then you might want like a shut off that's just the twist, you know, ball valve, like the other one that I was showing. That's another right. option. Um, definitely something to think about because that's huge. Um, it sucks. Now, there's a lot of things you got to think about. Um, same thing at your house, right? If you actually are on top of keeping your uh, your septic tank pumped out, if, you know, SHTF, EMP, whatever it is, you know, there's a big volcano and your island doesn't have power anymore in Hawaii or you're in Puerto Rico and a big storm comes and just everything white gets wiped out, whatever it is, if you're dealing with that guy, if you're on top of your septic tank, as long as you have water to put in and flush those tanks, you can still use your regular toilet. Right. So that's going to be an option and that's going to be good for a good while. I mean, your septic, you know, it should be years. Now, mm -hmm. mind you, if your prepper group comes over and you have 35 guys and they're, yeah, all, and they're all pooping in the same toilet. Yeah, yeah, that might get a little worse, right? I mean, it's going to last maybe a year if you had just pumped it out. But it's not going to last forever. Mm -hmm. um, that's That's something to keep in mind. So you know, think about that. And Kevin, those enzymes work in your septic tank. They actually they do work. The poos. Yeah. yeah, they are. They are worthwhile. If you, uh, it's worthwhile. Something to have in your cabinet. Now, let's let's talk basic, uh, uh, basic maintenance for your septic tank. Yeah. You know, um, you got thirty guys coming over. You're worried about your septic tank. So, uh, let's let's uh, treat it properly. So the first thing, you want to conserve water. You don't want a whole bunch of water going down uh, down your drain. You don't want, you know, dripping. You know, what, what goes down your drain with, with your toilet? You, every time you wash your hands, every time you wash dishes, every time you do laundry, every time you take a shower, all that stuff is going down your drain. Yes. And most of it's water. But, you know, a leaking toilet, uh, dripping sink, that's going to add hundreds of gallons of water to your septic tank over time. And the more that's going down there, the more, the faster it's going to fill it up and it's not going to be able to drain properly okay. if you've got all sorts of water going down there. So conserve your water, or at least conserve the water that you're dumping down the drain. Be conscientious of it. Grease is, like, you got you oh, know, grease is like one of the, the worst things for your system because it just starts coating your pipes up, right? And it gets smaller and smaller, you know, until nothing's going through there. Right. Um, if it's not bio biodegradable, it shouldn't be going down your toilet. Yep. Uh, flushable wipes. They're not biodegradable. That's not something you should be flushing. They say flushable and it will you go do down your toilet. Kevin, if it says it, it has to be. Yeah, true. It will go down your toilet, but from there it's going to cause problems because it's not going to break down properly. Um, gotcha. condoms, cigarette butts, all that sort of stuff that doesn't go in the no toilet. Go. That's no. not for the toilet. Okay. I mean, I, I've if never it, used if those, I flush it, whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but if you flush it, it disappears. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's gone, right? Gone. gone. No, it's in your backyard and it's just sitting in there. Uh, clogging up things. That can't be good. Yeah, um, there's a, a company I work, I, I uh, work with every once in a while that um, they pump out septic tanks. And uh, mm -hmm. she, uh, this guy was telling me how they, uh, they're going along the street. Cause they had a contract to clean out everybody's septic tank okay. and uh, said all these people would come out when they'd open up their septic tank 
and they want to come out and see it for some reason. Yeah. So this lady came out and, uh, and, uh, they opened up the septic tank and there are like, (laughs) like 30 or 40 different colored condoms floating on there. Cause I guess whoever was, was, uh, hanging out with this lady was just tying them in a knot and throwing, flushing them down the toilet. Yeah. And they expand like balloons and float up to the top. It's disgusting. Don't do that. Don't be no, disgusting. That's a no-go? Yeah, no. All right. uh, now, a- another secret of the pros that might save you guys is think about how much bleach you're using when you're cleaning things and stuff like that. Because if you go and, oh, I'm going to clean the toilet really good, and you splash a cup of bleach, mm-hmm. maybe two cups into the toilet and flush it down, that's going to kill all that bacteria that's going on and mm-hmm. doing its thing in your septic tank. Right. right. And bacteria is good in your septic tank. Right. That bacteria so what it's doing, is what's breaking it down. Right. right. It's consuming the solids and turning them into gas, nitrogen, methane, that sort of stuff. So it's actually disappearing. Your like solid stuff waste is going away. You remember that movie Vaporize? Mm-hmm. Or whatever the movie was called. I don't know. Well, I don't that remember that product, movie now. Oh, really? <laughs> Oh, they made a spray. It was like Jack Black and uh, Oh, right. Killer. Okay. I remember they made that. A spray that, that an and it just makes the turns and it disappear. Was, it was for dog poo, but they'd go over and spray it and it would just disappear. Mm-hmm. And they're like magic. I, I don't know. So it's, yeah, like that. That's what those bugs do. So that's why, you know, they tell you, they sell you like Ridex or whatever. Mm-hmm. In a perfect world, if you never put anything bad down your septic tank, you should never have to add any kind of enzymes or anything because right. the bacteria from your body will go and do its thing. It's mm-hmm. just that it turns out we all use tons of cleaning products and whatever. Now, if right. you're one of these hippies and you use that like seventh generation or whatever the hell, something that's really you know natural, then you might be all right. But yeah. bottom line, it doesn't hurt to add a little Red X and stuff and just give it that help. But that's why they say add it every month is because they're afraid that you're going to go do your big cleaning and then kill everything out. Right, exactly, exactly. And, uh, you know, you're washing your dishes with dish soap. You're putting bleach in your washing machine, you know. You're using soap in the shower, you know. And really a good idea is let your dogs lick your plates clean, you know. You don't need to shower. Just wear patchouli. This is, these are simple solutions here. Um. You real know, solutions coming, for yeah, real problems. Come to us and we'll give you the real solutions. Let that dog lick the plate clean. It's It looks clean. looks fine. They'll lick, right. they'll lick it until there's nothing left and just put it right back in your cabinet. <laughs> tell, your, tell your wife, when you wash your dishes, that's how you should do it and make sure your wife sees you so you never have to wash dishes again. Yes. Secret of the pros. Kevin, you're a smart man. <laughs> see, this is why. Now, so... Yeah, another... Yeah, Another thing I want to want to hit on a couple more points real quick about your septic safety. You want to n- keep your surface water away from your septic tank because it will drain into your septic tank. Okay. Like, uh, you know, your your gutter drains should be directed away from that. Um, you know, that that sort of stuff. You just don't want to flood it out, flood out the area that the septic's in. Um, you want to be conscientious of plant growth. So grass on top of your septic is good. It'll keep the ground from eroding. But there are a lot of trees that really suck up a lot of water, like uh, willow trees and things like that. And their roots will find a way in your septic tank and yeah. really start tearing things up. Yeah. Um, and then you want to be uh, conscientious that you're not doing stuff 
on your septic tank. You're not driving your car over top of it. You're not building guy, a shed on right. top of it. The guy comes to fill your uh, propane tank and he mm-hmm. drives right over on top. Right. Yeah. And all your That's pipes are bike. crushed. And the next thing you know, your toilet's not going down when you flush it. That's, you so, know, and having the drainage and, you know, the leach field, basically, you know, it's just a tank and then it gets rid of the excess water. Those pipes, if they get crushed, it's not going to drain properly, whatever. And mm-hmm. obviously the more immediate, like Kevin just said, if they crush the stuff going into the tank, you know, you're just done. It's going to stop you right down. Right. Right. So, you know, when the power goes out, if the power goes out, like Chuck said, you can still dump some water in the back of your tank, back of your toilet tank, and you can keep flushing that toilet forever. And this doesn't have to be drinking grade water. This right. can you be can scoop that out of a pond in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Maybe after you guys shower, maybe right. take a bath. You could put that water into the tub, into the mm-hmm. toilet tank, sorry, from the tub into the toilet tank or wherever it is that you're doing your thing. Mm-hmm. And at least get another flush for that big emergency. Yeah. Now, now, uh, go ahead. America is like one of the greatest countries in the world that, you know, we're, we have like beautiful, great, clean water. Almost everybody in the United States has access to, to good, clean water. And we're just pooping in it, you know? Oh, it's ridiculous. But you don't have to use good, clean water for, for your toilet, like Chuck was saying, you know? You can get any water in the back of that tank and it's going to make that toilet work. It's based on hydraulics and it's simple enough. If you've ever taken a toilet apart or installed a toilet, you know exactly what it, what I'm talking about. Yep. Now, so that's definitely an option. So keep that in the back of your mind. Um, but anyway, sorry, the dog's going crazy. But also, so now say your septic backs up or you have 30 guys right you, you have your your prepper compound you know maybe you want to just keep the toilet in the house for you and the wife you and the missus mm-hmm. you know because this is like the captain's house right right and everybody right. else that the riffraff got to go outside mm-hmm. you might want to look into building an outhouse now an outhouse is awesome now this is basically a bathroom that's outside your building i'm sure we've all heard of them mm-hmm. um the uh the dream with an outhouse. Now there's a couple of new ways that you can do it. Now, general rule, and people are going to tell me I'm wrong and you do whatever you want to do. Don't care. But basically you're looking at a minimum of a hundred feet away from your water source and your house. Absolutely. You yep. want both things. All right. Your water source and your house. Now, hundred feet, I kind of read was okay. And I kind of feel like it is. Now, the further you're willing to go, the better. You want 200 mm-hmm. feet, you're going to have better. more protection. You know, yeah. I'm not going to, not going to fight you with that. If you're like, well, I called the town and, and they said 200 feet and you're dumb. Well, okay. You know, you do you buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just saying. So anyway, yeah. now there's two choices here. So we can do an outhouse and, and you can also come closer. Now you're like, Oh, my wife, you know, it's cold in winter time and hundred feet. I'd rather have something 10 feet off the house. Okay. I'm going to give you an option here. We're going to work something out, but hundred feet. If you're digging a hole in the ground and you're pooping in it. Um, so the deal is, uh, they recommend, you know, like a three foot by three foot, you know, square basically under your house, build a little frame under your outhouse Mm -hmm. and, 
set up a nice toilet seat and a nice little outbuilding. You know, you can put a little moon slit in the door. Yep. Um, you're going to want to vent the fancy people. You're going to mm-hmm. want to vent it. So it mm-hmm. vents out the back. That's going to help. You probably want to put a little screen in there, you know, a nice cushy seat. Um, you know, you do you right. Make sure they're not pissing all over the wood. Find a way to kind of work around that, you know, it'd be a little creative. Turns mm-hmm. out it works with a toilet tank. You can even put, well, not a toilet tank because of the whole water thing to make it happen. That's not going to work. But you could work something out where you make it a little like plastic. I'm sure they make like little plastic urinal funnel things, things like that you could do that are going to make it easy. Now, what you're going to want to do is, depending on the volume and how frequent you're using this, it's going to build up. Like ideally you dig as deep as you can dig and then you're going to put some gravel or something on there. Right. Um, If you had lime, if you had wood chips, if you had ash from a fire, ash is actually excellent. You could throw that on top, sprinkle it on top, especially lime would be ideal. Mm -hmm. Sprinkle that on top every couple days. You can keep down the smell and the flies and the bad things. Now that's option one. All right. And then basically that's going to fill up once you get maybe a foot of solid waste in there, or even a little bit less, you're going to have to kind of fill in that hole and move it over, move it to a new place. Um, and you know, kind of keep going from there. You're going to want to let it dry out as good as it can. And before you fill it, you know, put some lime, something like I said, Mm -hmm. ash would work great if you don't have any other chemicals available to you. All right. So that's option one. Option two, you want to be closer to the house and need that 10 foot away option. What you can do is work out something with a five gallon bucket. And Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about is build basically the same outhouse, but make like a trap door behind it where you can slide a bucket underneath the toilet seat. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of the tiny homes and preppers are doing this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And basically they're pooping in the bucket. And they're sprinkling wood chips or they're sprinkling that ash from a fire and on top of it and covering it up each time they go. And then they're emptying the bucket out. And Mm -hmm. again, if you're emptying the bucket, you put this thing 10 feet from your back door, you're going to have to take that bucket 100 feet and dump it out. You know, I mean, there's going to be work. Bottom line, you can't keep your poop next to your stuff. Now, the same thing. Um, is that you're going to need to, uh, you're going to have to, uh, bury it once you get rid of it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, once you take that bucket somewhere Um, now you can make like a compost pile. This we actually did, but you're going to have to keep adding something that's covering it over and over again. Right. So you you had a post, you had a compostable toilet set up uh, on your property at one point. How did, how did that work when you uh, worked out great? It was in a tiny house that, you know, somebody had on the property and they would add the wood chips to it. And then they would take that and dump it in a regular compost pile. Now we set up now, mind you, it was a compost pile for this poo. We did not use this compost in our garden. We just composted it to get rid of it, mm-hmm. right? To break it down. But it would still go into a pile and we'd turn it with a fork every, you know, month or so and whatever, turn it over, air it out and and let it do its thing. And I got to say, it was, that was probably 150, 200 feet from the house, the compost pile. And you couldn't smell it. It mm-hmm. wasn't really an issue. 
and you know something that's an option. So that's something you might want to look at. Now the other thing, trash. What are we going to do with our garbage? Mm-hmm. Now, if you're in the city, this is going to be a problem. Right. And you're going to run into issues fast. It, one, you're not going to be able to find any food, so maybe you're not generating that much trash. Mm-hmm. And that's an option, right? <laughs> right. right. Everybody's <laughs> going to be dead pretty quick, so you so, don't have to yeah. worry about it. The rats will take care of everything else. Um. So the big thing you're going to want to do, it, this is both in the city and in the uh, – in in the country is you're going to want to like basically set up your own recycling center. Mm -hmm. You're going to want to separate everything, um, you know, into stuff that's not going to be smelly, nasty, attracts rodents, whatever. Mm -hmm. It things that you're going to want stuff you can burn. You're going to want stuff that is like metal that you might even reuse on things. Mm -hmm. Same thing with woods, things you might, bottles, uh, glass, all that sort of stuff. Um, and like you said, wood, paper, all that should be separate, burnable. Stuff that can even just be stacked up. You don't even have to have a fire with it. Just, you know, right. Find um, a place to put it and put it there. Exactly. You're going to want to set up compost and that kind of thing. That's mm-hmm. going to be, you know, a big, huge help for everything. And next you, there is some stuff that you can't get rid of and that you're going to have to, uh, burn. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to burn some stuff and you're going to bury some stuff. Um, right. One of the things people don't really think about is you don't just want to burn everything and whatever. I got to say, people in these countries where they just burn everything, mm-hmm. a lot of people get sick from it. It really right. does have lasting effects. A lot of soldiers that go over to Iraq and all these other. Um, yeah, they came they, back with serious. To, to issues. quote, right. To quote Trump, shithole countries. Mm-hmm. Um, Those shithole countries. The shithole countries. When they're burning all that stuff, people who breathe it in, they get a lot of bad things. And yeah. you don't want that. You don't want to be around just cooking with a fire every day. Believe it or not, will actually take a toll on your health and your breathing. And that stuff matters. So just be aware of it. Um, be aware of what you're putting in the fire. Maybe if you can work out some kind of chi- chimney for a cooking spot that kind of gets it away from you a little bit, that mm-hmm. might be a huge help. Um, right. If you can set up a chimney for a big burn site, you know, if you mm-hmm. can have a box that you can put it in and a chimney that's putting it 10 feet in the air, or five feet in the air, anything over your head, that's mm-hmm. going to be a big help. <clears throat> um, now, there's another scenario. Do you have anything more with getting rid of garbage? I would say if you're stuck in the city, I would have plastic bags. Things yeah. that you can seal it up is going to be huge. But recycling and separating out so you're only putting stuff you know, the food waste, whatever in the plastic, that's going to be the answer. Um, and then burn the bodies. That's all I'm saying is burn the bodies, burn the bodies, get rid of them. Yeah. I mean, ultimately I, I have very little trash that goes out. Uh, you know, I'm a paranoid, crazy person. So all my mail gets burned. Anything that's paper helps to burn the mail, you know, um, all my vegetable scraps go out into the compost bin. Uh, all my bottles and plastic gets gets recycled because I live in New York and they're fucking psychopaths out here. Yeah. Um, but that. I mean, I'm I'm down to I'm down to one large kitchen uh, bag of garbage every four, four or five days now. Cool. So really, uh, <laughs> really cut a de- cut down on on waste. 
When I was in New York, uh, way back, actually, back when it was trendy and cool and fun to be a uh, environmental protector, our town actually had where you had to buy garbage bags from the town. And right. they would be like a certain color and have, you know, the town name stamped on them. Right. And you'd basically pay like a dollar fifty a bag or whatever. And that would cover like the garbage pickup or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the idea would be that way it encourages you to, like you said, just have like one bag. Minimize your trash. And right. minimize your trash. And it was going to be great. And we were going to save the planet. Well, basically, people got pissed off and we were like, we ain't doing this crap, you know. Mm-hmm. And that was back, you know, a million years ago. I'm sure now there's a lot of people that are doing, you know, towns and whatever. Yeah. Well, I, do yeah, they don't similar. have, uh, they don't have pickup where I live. You know, a lot of places have, you know, the garbage, the town yeah. just pays for the garbage to guy yep. to go around. Garbage man, yep. $190 a month they want for weekly pickup over here. Wow, cra- that is crazy just to pick up trash. So people don't don't like it uh, where I live. They complain. But uh, what we have is these, they call them convenience centers. Mm-hmm. And we basically have a dumpster for whatever the hell you want to throw out. We have a compactor for your like household grocery bags. And mm-hmm. then we have a big throw everything you think might be recyclable in this container. Right. And that and goes into a separate now, landfill. But I got to say, these are, yeah, these they are don't like, recycle any of right. that shit. These are like five miles. Every five miles, there's one of these convenience centers. Right. So, I mean, it sucks that, you know, like we usually, like, well, I, I, you know, you hate to say it. We probably fill one bag and like get into the second and then take both of them to, right. you know, when they're ready to go to the dump. And that puts us there like every three days, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. talking like your tall kitchen grocery bag. Right. Um, Or sorry, not you know, garbage bag, like 13 bag. gallon or whatever yeah. they, they call it. So that's an option. Um, Anyway, moving on the, uh, what else uh, garbage in the house? Is that it? What you got? Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's pretty much it. Um, you know, right. a lot of people get paranoid about dogs, what they eat, and they got to have the healthy dog food. That's kind of bullshit, and your dogs can eat most of your food waste. Um, that's fine. It's okay. Don't feed them tomatoes. Don't feed them chocolate. Pretty much everything else, they're fine. Nice. Um, now, next thing. You know, I, I, I feel like this new world, the next thing that we need to be prepping for is poos in the street. Turns the out street. that's not good for avoiding disease. Have you ever been to uh, Europe? Or San Francisco? <laughs> yeah, it's, in, in France, they call it, uh, they have a serious issue in, in the cities in France. It's called uh, pipi sauvage, mm. and it translates into wild pissers. Those wild so pissers. People just piss on the street, piss wherever the fuck they want. You know, walking down the sidewalk and just stop, pull their pull their dick out and start pissing. Whatever you got to do, right? Yeah. Uh, don't do that. No? Don't encourage other people to do that. Don't just piss and shit wherever you want. Be conscientious of that. It's not just a free-for-all? No, no. If you live out in the country and you walk out in your backyard and take a piss, that's fine. If you live in a city, oh, that's, that's not okay that anymore. Up. No. There's way too many people too close together if for everybody to just be pissing at shit wherever they want. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean it's it's trash and and human waste. All of our waste is 
I mean, it's nasty. It, it, it adds up quick and yes. it's not good. Um, uh, actually I got a quote for that. It's, uh, turns out that the average person, uh, produces five gallons of waste a week. All right. There you go. So that's, that's that human waste. Up. Yeah. Or is that, that garbage? No, you're that's talking, you're talking about nope, pissing. Nope, nope, piss and shit. Yeah, no, right. I'm sure we make more garbage than that. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, no, piss and shit. So five gallons a week. So that's that's gonna be a problem. I'm sure I mm-hmm. piss at least five gallons a week. I don't know. Yeah, and when um, you have these buildings that are close so close together and you got, you know, uh apartment complexes with five hundred people staying in it and less than a less than a quarter of an acre of space, that that waste stacks up fast so if it's not going down the toilet and disappearing exactly so i did go to the uh san francisco department of health website what, what and they i wanted say? to see because i was like well what are they saying about you know the poos in the streets mm-hmm. like is there you know right it is san francisco i believe it, it might, i thought it's san diego for a minute but it is san francisco, san francisco I, yeah i thought so okay so they said you need to wash your hands with soap and water frequently Avoid okay. touching your face and mouth and eyes and nose and open cuts. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's yep. something. Um, if you plan on coming in contact with the poos, you want to wear gloves. You really? You could just I, grab it. I, just yeah, I thought it you just grabbed the turds. Put it in and, my pocket till later yeah. when I have a good place to throw it out. Um, if you're really getting into it, they recommend rubber boots. Mm-hmm. Um, they say that smoking is bad when you're dealing with the poos because right. you're touching the end of the cigarette or the cigar or right. whatever, putting it in your mouth, in your mouth. Uh-huh. So you like got the big doobie in there and you're, that's you know, how you get tapeworms, dude. That's, that's where hepatitis comes from. That's the bad. It's mm-hmm. a no. It, is there a poop app? Slow burn says there's something about a poop app we can get. Oh, all right. Oh, I think is that the one that tells you where? Where the, the poops are. Out. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have heard of that. I, I didn't even consider that. Yeah, I have that. one of these uh one of these apps called uh Waze and it basically, you know, tells you where there's cars broken down when you're driving. It tells you when there's police coming up and things and like it that. It tells you when there's a turd in the street. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't tell you where the turds are, but I I feel like it's pretty easy. You report it and then, you know, then you know. Somebody else saw a turd over on this. If you want to go check it out, you go over two blocks to, you know, to the north over here and down that street, turds. And uh, that's uh if you're looking for turds, it's a great app to have. All right. All right. Wait, Waze has the turds. They don't have the turds, it's oh, a no, separate app. Just the, the yeah. poop app. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Frisco is all poop dots everywhere. That's a that's the thing. I feel like it I gotta say, about 10 years ago, I was in Poughkeepsie, I was in New York. It's probably what made me leave. I was driving down the road and this lady, I'm looking like she's standing in a driveway and I'm staring this like right in the middle of the city and she's just taking a crap right there. And yep. I'm like, what? Now, but, this is kind of a little inside baseball. Do you remember uh, Grandpa Woodstock? Yes, I've seen him poop in public. Yes. Yeah, so he's he's got a long beard and wears a wizard hat, and he'll go up to tourists and ask if he wants if they want to take a picture with him. And the people and love demand it. five dollars. Yeah, he, like they do in New York City, but right. New York City, it's more than five dollars. But go yeah. on. So he had a girlfriend. Believe it or not, this right. woman she had a beard, 
and uh, she uh, would just wear dresses, and you could see her just walking down the street, just turds falling out from underneath this dress, I've just seen as it. she's walking, just shitting. No wipes, no it? nothing. Just, just going, you know, like a bear in the woods, man. How is it that you and me have both encountered this? Like, how often <laughs> are they? Like, I, I feel like everybody's got a story about watching people shit in public. Uh, I feel like I couldn't stand there, like carrying on a conversation and drop a deuce at the same time. <laughs> like, matter of fact, like, hey, uh, how's it going? You know, I was thinking and just right. And and just dropping turds out. Dropping turds. <sighs> yeah, you have to wash your butthole. Come come on, guys. Yeah. Seriously. Wash the um, butthole. Yeah. Important uh basic hygiene tip. Wash your asshole. Keep it clean. And you know, I, I feel like if you got shit on any place, you know, on your body any place, okay. you'd never think like Oh, I could just wipe this off with some dry toilet paper. It'll be yeah, fine. Like nothing. Yeah, no. That's no. a no-go. I mean, get a bidet if you can uh if you can afford it, if you can fit it into the budget, but otherwise, you know, shit to shower. That's how shit it should to be. Shower. All right. Well, you can't always plan your shit. I mean, that's the thing. Like you want to. Like mm. you get up, you drink the morning coffee, right? And then, oh, you know, and you're like I know whenever I whenever I shit in the woods and i have to use a leaf to clean up i don't feel i don't feel good about myself <laughs> until, I, until i get things like worked out and get to a place where i can uh, oh, clean Kevin, myself up well the leaves just don't to... work as good as toilet paper or, you know it just kind of smears it around yeah that was one more thing now you don't want to burn your poos i've heard that's bad mm-hmm. that they no. it just is not good for you now like you know <laughs> if you incinerated it and i guess if you had a big chimney Right, maybe do it. But yeah, I don't know. Nah, it's not. It's I, not I good, and it no. doesn't burn well. Yeah, no. Yeah, but you try it. You make slow it burn better. does say you know, and this is possibility. You can shit right in the shower, right, and then it <laughs> clean your crack up. And then you just gotta stomp it down through the drain, right? Because those drain pipes go the same. It's place. all going to the same place. Doesn't right. matter. Mm. He calls it waffle waffle stomping. That that yeah that you that know. tracks. Uh, Uncle Whiskey mentioned something about a uh, a water bottle with the squirt nozzle. Now you do the mm-hmm. big one, you know, in a pinch. That's like a, a portable bidet right there. Right. Um, I have. I think I actually own a portable bidet. Do you? Like there, there's like a hand squeeze. Like mm-hmm. yeah. So they sell them. Um, if you go on Amazon, you can find it. Um, you know, you got to keep your options open. You know, you can get your lady uh, cups, whatever they are, and you can get yep. the portable bidet. All these things for the apocalypse. You're ready. Mm-hmm. My wife has been talking about the shiwi, which the is uh, it's like a funnel that you, yeah. that you use over, you know, goes over your lady parts. And then it's got a little hose so you can just piss like a dude and just square it wherever you want. Yep. Yep. Aim that thing I, wherever you want to. I was at one of the uh, Mother Earth News fairs and, mm-hmm. and they were selling those. The little, I don't know that it was that brand or whatever. It was some kind of stick up there. And yeah, I don't know. I I don't even know how lady parts work or how girls (laughs) be. So I I don't really know what's happening here. Um, It's a little terrifying, but that's it. So that's basically the bottom line. You need to have this stuff off site away from you. You need to have stuff that's not going to attract flies. It's not going to, you know, attract rodents. 
these things rats cockroaches all sorts of nasty stuff comes along with be uh, aware of what the people around you are doing and where they're putting their garbage and anything you can do to kind of work together to get everybody to say hey let's do our garbage in this nice clean safe way you know helping the people around you is going to help you Mm -hmm. and you know if you're doing everything right but your neighbor's got a freaking you know it looks like hoarder house going on next door all those rodents are getting all kinds of nasty stuff and they're going to bring it over to your house mm-hmm. and it's going to be a problem. Yeah. You're going to also need- just, yeah. Just a quick tip. Remember your garbage when it's out on the street, that's public property. Now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anybody that wants to open up your garbage can and take your garbage bags out and figure out anything they want to know about you. Cause it's in your garbage. What kind of medication you're on, what kind of, uh, you know, how often you have sex, what kind of foods you're eating, where you know who you owe money to, what's in your That's- bank account, all that stuff is in your garbage and it's public property. So just be conscientious of what you're putting in the trash. That's why people are flushing the condoms. Now mm-hmm. you're getting it. You know, yeah. um, Uncle Whiskey says it takes some effort with the uh, shiwi. So all right, a little practice. Saying, okay, you might need to you know try it out now before you need it. It's one of those things. <laughs> That if you don't actually get some kind of hands-on experience, a lot of this prepper knowledge can fall short in the reality. Right, right. You get and, the shiwi and you think we're all set. And next right, thing you know, there's good. piss flying all over the place. Exactly. You know, so, and, you know, it's better to work that out when you have the washing machine available. Right. I'm just saying, keep your options open, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So we are going to probably do an after show, but... uh. I would say uh, that's basically get rid of your trash. And you know what? Have your stuff in order before things go bad and maybe set up the compost pile. Maybe start composting now. Maybe pretend like you care about the planet and you're like separating your garbage and and doing things and get into that practice now because it turns out it might actually help in real life. That's right. Keep your options open. So with that, I would say stay safe and uh, we will talk to you guys next week. to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.
On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! Oh! Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.